Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Renegade Podcast. Renegade Recall Podcast. We're trying to figure it out on Mixer. Yeah, we'll get there eventually, so bear with us. No VODs. No VODs. Watch VODs. No VODs. But on Jason's, there's VODs. Let me see your phone. I'm Chuck Rockmore, that other rock. Jenner, boys. Look at her like she had to see And phone. I'm pissed off gamers. Zero, not a no. Look it up. We're talking about Comic-Con this week. Comic-Con. If you didn't know, this week's uh, sponsor is fucking Pollen Seeds. Pollen if you're seeds. from the West Coast, you know that these are pollen seeds, not sunflower seeds, no matter what the bag wants you to say. Pollen seeds. Pollen seeds. Got it. Comic Con. It was just weak. Are you going to do the whole podcast yeah, eating sunflower seeds? Do I'm doing like, it the whole podcast. Yeah, you sound like shit. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. No. All right, yes, so. Look, we're on video, <laughs> and we say look, sunflower seeds. I'm very professional. You're not professional. No, you're not. I'm extremely professional. No, you're not. No. Not, not even a little bit. This week. 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 This Look, you got five. Dude, just. God, fucking. We're excited. We'll be there tomorrow. Today was day one. Please spit that shit out of your mouth. Please fucking get rid of that shit out of your mouth. <laughs> All of it. These are good. No, oh my god, you fuck. Get that shit out. <laughs> They're really the, good. This is the best podcast. There's a lot of exclusive. Please there. fucking get rid of that shit from your mouth. Please. One by one. It's oh gonna happen. God. Or don't talk while you're trying to suck on them. Whoa, that's what she said. I'm just trying to explain what this week is, what we're excited for. Okay, so do that before you start sucking on your pollen seeds. It's the a little worse fucking podcast. It's great. Yeah. This is this is our first one on Mixer. Yeah. Um, great. We we're, were making an impact. We're, we're making, making a huge yeah. impact. So we want to apologize because he decided that it'd be a great fucking idea to do sunflower seeds, and it's not. It's a, it's a bad idea. But anyways, we're doing uh, Comic Con because there's a ton of exclusives and shit happening at Comic Con, and we're gonna be down there tomorrow. Uh, this recording it's Friday right now, so we'll be down. Or it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I got this. It's the out. it's the first actual day of Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Preview night doesn't count. Did you guys hear anything about preview night? Not a thing. No. Well, I guess there was a lot of trailers that just decided to come out. So, Walking Dead, and you know, obviously when the floor opens, everybody's going to see, oh, this stuff's coming out. This. So, Walking Dead has a date in October now. Because um, people still watch that show? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Um... Yeah, Walking Dead, um, new Justice League trailer, Okay. I guess, came out. I didn't watch it yet. Um, new Jigsaw movie trailer came what, out. So what was, what was, is Jigsaw like the same time frame that's literally like number eight or something? It's the storyline, I, I guess it's of a prequel. How he, of how he became Jigsaw. Of how yeah. he became Jigsaw. Okay. So, uh, but don't we know how he became Jigsaw? Like he was diagnosed with cancer and then, you know, figured that he needed to like 
Hold on to life. Right, but the thought... Show other people. Right, but the... life is. The movie, I think, starts where it's before the original Saw that he was already doing this um, before he was officially known as Jigsaw. So it was like the evolution to the puppet. Okay. And him becoming Jigsaw. So, I don't know. The trailer looked interesting. I think I was more excited for the Leatherface trailer. Okay. Which was another prequel for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Red Band trailer came out. It's pretty gruesome. So, And a Red Band trailer for uh, something. I don't remember. But there was, there was a bunch of trailers some that came out. Some other Red Band trailer. Some other Red Band trailer came out. Because um, I saw it pop up in my feed. But, yeah, so it was mostly trailers yesterday and no other comic news because today was the first round of major panels, but the big blockbuster ones usually aren't until Friday, Saturday. So we're going there Friday, Saturday when the proverbial shit will hit the fan. Well, today was the Netflix panel. That's a pretty big panel. What did they talk about? They talked about the new Will Smith movie. Bright. Yes. December 22nd. Um, Orcs and Elves and Will and the Genie from Aladdin. Uh, and I would imagine Stranger Things. Mm. But how much are they going to talk about that? It's already announced. We know it's coming out in October. We know it's, in, it's 1984. It's the year after. It's like Ghostbusters and Mad Max. How much are they going to talk about that? They do fucking Walking Dead panel every goddamn year, and every season is the same. True. Dare you? (laughs) True. It's about how we're not zombies. Dare you? Like, and they get their own panel. Yeah. Stranger Things is just part of the Netflix panel. What did they even talk about? It. I'm sure they did. I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't see the panel. We weren't there. Leave it in the comments if you were there. Stranger Things is the biggest Netflix series. To date? Probably, yeah. Apparently. Uh, And then something... Punisher didn't have a trailer that came out that I saw. No, but they did... They they did announce... That it's like soon. It's coming. Um, I wonder if they're just trying to... I wonder if they haven't released anything because it's probably too gory. They probably can't get um, a oh, rated can, R trailer. They can cut footage. They can totally like for a trailer. Yeah, for Punisher. Well, they, they probably they probably haven't even got it approved to show a trailer. So, I hope that's the case. Yeah. Because then I'm like super interested in seeing it. I did. I did also hear. I think um, maybe it was the originals panel was today. That show on the CW that was a spinoff of Vampire Diaries, they're ending it after next season. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Which I don't know why they didn't like... I thought that they were ending that last season. No, they ended Vampire Diaries last season. I think maybe they were hoping that uh, the originals would like pick up the fan base that... Sorry. That Vampire Diaries had. Um, (laughs) But it didn't. No, vampires are out. Nobody gives a fuck about vampires right now. Twilight's dead. Vampire Diaries is dead. Vampires aren't out, but, you know, teenage vampires are out. Hmm. 
I feel like I feel like that that had its like heyday. I feel and I feel like that ended well. But originals, I never really got into too much because if to me it felt like it was the bastard child of Vampire Diaries. Yeah, it kind of was. And then they both like both series did this thing where they fast forwarded into the future five years. Which Pretty Little Liars did the same thing too, where they were like, you but, know what, we're just gonna like skip ahead five years. But Pretty Little Liars is still on. No, they just ended. Yeah, they just ended. Welcome to the show, Chuck. Yeah. Um, Chuck knows nothing of. What are you, Jon Snow? Yeah, I'm a Jon Snow. Mm, we're gonna get to that too. Oh. Um, <laughs> is there anything? So what I so let's kind of talk about. Comic-Con real quick. What I really liked about this year so far is that a lot of people are allowing you to either pre-order the collectibles and pick them up, mm-hmm. or they're doing like what Funko did, where it's like go to all these different stores and pick up the collectibles. So what do you guys think about that? Brilliant. Yeah. Because I got all of the Funko collectibles that I wanted without having to go to the fucking Funko booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's I don't know. I, I think it's... It's genius because you save... One, you save a lot of money. So we're not there today, Thursday, which will more than likely be the day that you want to get all your collectibles because they tend to sell out. You know, they try to save so many for other days. But if you don't get it today, then you have to try and get it Friday. If you don't get it Friday, you got to try and get it Saturday and you end yeah. up wasting your entire con. Well, and especially so it's beautiful, for us, like we're really only planning to be on the convention floor on Friday. And if we were going to be doing collectibles, it would be like we would be in line all day for all of Friday. Yeah, and I feel like for me, one of the things that I love that is still very alive and like happening at Comic-Con is the Artist Alley stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you spend a lot of times because you you are into collectibles, whether it's like the Hasbro or Funko or whatever that is, not only are you waiting in line to go buy them, but you're also not going to eat those fucking sunflower seeds. <laughs> Put them away! Uh, no! No, it's our sponsor. Um, no, take so away. what? What I? What I? What I? What I don't like about it is so if you if you get tickets for the whole thing yeah. and you go to preview night, you kind of almost go there. And I know we have done this in the past where we just wasted preview night standing in lines or doing whatever. Always. But it's gotten even worse because now even with like Funko. It's like you have to go wait outside at the HP Pavilion sale area line thing to yeah. get the tickets yeah. to then go back inside and wait in, in line, line to buy and hopefully buy because the guy in front of you decides like, hey, how many of those like chrome blue Batmans do you have left? Oh, we only have 300 left. Oh, I'll take all of them. Well, the other thing that Funko did this year is uh, they limited it to um, two, either one or two per customer. Yeah. Are they and regulating think, that at, at the yeah. shop? Okay. And I think actually they're really only doing one per customer. So if you are going like with a group of people, each one of you can buy like one of each. One of each, but you can't. You, you can't, can't say be like, like, hey, buy I two want of mine. all of those blue Batmans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So th- I think it's good, but what I what I love is that now that you, <laughs> if you have the opportunity to buy, and look, there's still things that you're gonna have to wait in line to buy. But what I love about this is that a lot of that stuff is going to be in Artist Alley where you can find the shit where you normally wouldn't go and you can just kind of like walk around 
can find it mm -hmm. versus if you're spending so much time in all these different lines you kind of lose side of what the convention is all about yeah especially convention floor right because it, it is cool it's super fucking packed but i think part of that is because of the lines and i think the benefit of doing because i know i don't know if funko did this last year um where they where you had to go and get tickets for the funko last year game. last Last year they did it for sure, and the year before that they did it halfway through the convention because okay. they couldn't handle the line. Yeah, and I think that um, the congestion on the convention floor, a lot of it is due to people, one, not knowing if the line that they're in is the right line. Right. Um, and two, just like ignoring the security cards there that are saying like, don't line up here. And they're like, fuck you guys, I'm gonna line up here anyways. Mm -hmm. um, and so, one, by allowing people to buy the exclusives not at the convention, and two, by um, forcing them to get tickets to buy them at the convention, uh, I think is going to make being on the convention floor much better. Like, you're going to be able to actually see stuff and not just, like, run into people who are standing in a line. Right. Yeah. All for it. So. Yeah. I would see maybe another 10 to 15% of the convention, hopefully doing this next year. Obviously not the entire convention is going to immediately go, oh, we're going to sell other things online and at the con at the convention. Because, but at the same time, you know what? I, like I, I was telling you guys earlier, I would 100% be okay with that. Take all the exclusives out of the convention completely. Just put it all online so as a lottery. Because I think that also frees up a lot of tickets. It because frees you know up inventory. Like, there are all those assholes that are going to the convention just to buy all exclusive. of the exclusives, mm -hmm. just to resell them. Yep. And, and I, I know it's somebody's livelihood, but dude, come but, on. But even That's then, a like shitty way to make your living, though. But yeah, it's like it, the the other thing too is like even if they did the option of like, um, so the one we got like we Jim wanted it was like. Uh, the plush dragons for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, what they did is they let you know, like, hey, these are ready to purchase on this day. So I was able to log in and buy them. And for shipping options, they said you could either ship it to your house or you can do convention pickup. And then they send you a barcode with the, like, date and time that you can start picking up your things. And all you got to do is take them the barcode and they'll have your shit there. Perfect. And it's like, dude, if, even if you did that and it was like, Oh, you can save like forty dollars if you're gonna pick them up at the convention, or we'll ship them to you. Yeah. yeah. Like it ultimately, that's what it ends up being, anyways. Like all the places that don't sell shit, they go. It'll all be up on our web, like Hasbro. The stuff we didn't sell will be up on our website, and mm -hmm. then that shit just sells out right away because that's what people are waiting for. Yeah. I, I think I think it's good, and and I and I'm with you. I think if they fucking did that, you have a whole bigger slew of opportunity for people to buy tickets now because they're. They want to go. Because it's yeah. going to be the fans that yeah. are going to actually be at the convention yep. and not just the assholes that are like taking shit away yeah. from the fans. And, and you would have all those fans there and they would all go back into like Artist Alley, which is where you can find one off rad shit in Artist oh, Alley. Yeah. We found some great stuff. Yeah, like fucking posters and stickers that don't exist and like up and coming artists that like. So it, it's it would just bring that whole mentality back or they need to just do all exclusive shit in a separate hotel yeah nah i just get it get it out of like just yeah. get it all the way I, just get yeah. it get it out it's already hard enough to get a ticket yeah mm -hmm. to get a hotel 
your yeah. transportation. You're already spending thousands at that point to go there. And there are so many people, probably like 60% of the convention inside, waiting in lines for exclusives. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if all those people could be freed up to go to the panels they want to see, to Artist Alley, to all the things that... Maybe the not even Diego, the Comic-Con. Maybe not even the Comic-Con. <laughs> but if you, if you can take that focus off of that and add more interactive things for people to do on the convention floor... Or um, even in just panels. Obviously, I know the panels always fill up too. Like Ballroom 20 and Hall H is never a good idea. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. just get the exclusives out. Let's free up those lines inside and let the vendors that are inside waiting for new fans to discover them to discover them. Yeah, and the other thing I think that they should do, which I think they did at one point in time, but I think that Hall H needs to make it mandatory for everyone to leave after after each panel after each panel it needs to be fucking mandatory because yeah, if it, you get into because whatever if it was let's say there's 150,000 people at comic-con okay and let's say all of them want to go to hall h okay and let's say you have like 10 panels a day right uh-huh. so you would get in line and then there would be a panel and that's 8,000 people in hall h panels done 20 minutes 8,000 people leave, they go get back in line, 8,000 more people come in. If you did that all day long, there would be a high probability of you being able to get into a panel. Except for maybe they don't wipe out like like the big press or people that are like doing the sure. covers like Fox or, or whatever. Yeah, well, but press I, will be in there all day. Yeah, but, but, yeah. I, but I think that... But they put everything on YouTube anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, that, I think that if they just wiped out the entire, like, just, okay, everyone, you're out. Mm-hmm. You know, come in for the next for one. Because what they do is people go in, they're like, I don't give a shit about any of these. I just want to see X panel. And they just sit in there all fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know what? I You know what would be even better? <clears throat> you go, let's say you get in line. They could do an app for it too. But let's say you go in line. What you do is you go through and you say, what panel were you looking for today? Oh, I want to go to this panel. Cool. I have this many tickets left. You can go. Here's your ticket. Come back at this time. Boom! You knock out the line, and then at the same time, you've already figured you've you've cleared it out. You mm-hmm. have eight thousand tickets for each panel, mm-hmm. yep. and you just like when people come up and they say, "I want to go to this panel." We're sold out. We don't have any more tickets, but we do still have this one. It's like you wouldn't have to wait in a hall H line all day on the same on the probably the one day you have mm-hmm. a ticket because a hall H line is your entire day. That is an eight. To ten hour line just to get in just line to for get the next inside, day. Mm-hmm. and that's a, that's a two a.m. three a.m. just to get in sometime around eleven. And people that have never been there that don't know, they come in and they go like, "Oh, we just came for today. We want to go to this panel," and you and you start crying because they're at the end of the line for Hall H, and it's like an hour before their panel, and you're like, "Hey, I hate to break it to you, but you're not getting in." No. Yeah. And they're like, "We've been here for like seventeen hours." You're like, "Yeah, should have been here like." Tuesday. At 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah. And they say like, oh, well, we handle it because we hand out tickets now or wristbands. And it's like, no, that doesn't solve anything. The it's, wristbands are only for the people who came early and then they're going to get in. Yeah. Then they go out and they, they walk around and they hand their friend the bathroom ticket oh, yeah. so they can get back in. Yeah. It's dumb. So, Comic-Con. Yeah. Comic-Con. But yeah, I do agree with the exclusives. Kill the exclusive. Don't kill the exclusives, but kill them on the show floor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do it online. Yeah. 
Amazon is a great service. They will love to they just handle, handle all of that shit. Yeah. They will well, handle Funko, like a fucking like, boss. Funko separated it. So they had um, Amazon has several. GameStop has several. Uh, what? Toys R Us has a few. Toy Tokyo. Toy Tokyo. Like they actually like divided up their Walmart exclusives. had like a few. Yeah. And it was all like online. So and hot topic. And yeah. that's the way you do it. And then if people really wanted them, they would find them and they'll get them there. Yeah. So you're still you're still making ends meet. I get it that um, if you're a vendor and you sell it directly, direct to consumer at the convention, you have a bigger overhead. You get more profit out of it. But fuck it, like sell it for more than when you if you're not at the con, hey you're not at the con. It's an extra twenty dollars to get it out there. People will still buy it. Yep. I would still buy it because yep. you know why I didn't spend sixty dollars. To go to Comic Con to wait in line for seven hours to get it for twenty dollars less. Twenty, you know, yeah. Seven hours is worth twenty dollars. I will spend twenty dollars for eight hours of my time. Absolutely, I would spend thirty. I have spent eight like twenty dollars for eight hours of my time. Yeah. yeah, like I have done that. It's been like fuck yeah, cool, whatever. Here's your it's like oh, I can park okay. here for an extra twenty dollars. Yes, and, and I park eight hours closer. Yeah, I'll go yeah. yeah, I'll park. Yeah. Big conventions, you're like oh yeah, it's fifty dollars for a VIP parking. <laughs> Well, here's 60 just because I don't want change so I can see it. Yeah. But it totally makes sense. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be there on Friday. Um, obviously, things are still breaking. Um, all the big panels from, like, AMC. Well, it's not going to be AMC. Like, Walking Dead panel. Uh, Doctor Who panel, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I haven't seen the schedule of panels. But you know your go-to panels. They're always there. Um we expect to see Marvel and DC panels be big. Huge movies for both of them coming out. Which, you, one thing that I think was funny, I saw this, like, post. So, everyone has this big, like, uproar and has all their fucking opinions and they're so, like, gung-ho about the new Doctor Who being a female. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, man, if I knew everyone gave shit, like, gave a shit this much about a Doctor Who character being a female, maybe we should just tell everyone that global warming's a female. Yeah. Oh fuck. I my favorite thing was uh, someone tweeted out, "Oh, now we have a female Doctor Who. What's next? A female real Doctor?" Oh <laughs> shit! I saw something. I saw something that wasn't as offensive, but it was a it was a picture of 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 Link, and it says, "Now there's a female Doctor Who. Ghostbusters are female. What's next? A female Zelda?" <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> I was like, my brain's melting. <laughs> His name isn't Zelda. So, yeah, you know, I, I, we also, for me, I never watched Doctor Who. I don't watch it. Yeah, I don't know. But and I am excited. I'm excited for it. And it's not, it's not that I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah, about time. It's like, no, just, it's time. Yeah. It's not about time. It's like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I get it. It's the same person. It's, the doctor regenerates. And now he's regenerating as a female. So you add a whole different writing style to it now because the doctor himself, or now you can say itself because it's now herself, is um, going to have some some physical changes that Mm -hmm. it has never had before. So it'll be interesting. Um, And just as a side note, we did, uh, there is a post on the website currently um, about 
panels that are not Hall H or Ballroom 20. So um, there's stuff that are good to see that you actually have like a chance of getting into. Um, and that covers all four days. Yeah, that Room C A B C 6 ABC. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out to Room 6A. Always having that <laughs> room. Vikings on Friday. Except, except for except for if you're trying to get into Cartoon Network. It's uh, ain't gonna happen. Cartoon Network's in Ballroom 20 now, isn't it? Uh, no, Cartoon Network, I think, is... Uh, no, it's the marina. It's the one oh, that, uh, See, like Indigo Ballroom? Yeah. Indigo Ballroom, low-key, is, is difficult to get into now, too, but... Depends on what time you go. The best part about Comic-Con, though, so far, is the outside. Yes! Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Adult Swim Carnival, every year. Killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killing it. And now the Rickmobile is there. That's what I'm excited to see. <laughs> the Rickmobile. I want yeah, to see the Rickmobile. going everywhere. It is going everywhere, but I'm going to go see it. And if it's awesome, it's coming to L.A. next week anyway. So if you don't know, this is part of the Don't Even Trip road trip that they're doing all across America. It's a giant Rickmobile, so if you're familiar with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, it's basically that, but it's a giant Rick. And they're selling not all their... Not Rick's it's Wiener. Not, it's not Rick's Oscar no, Mayer. it isn't. Okay. But they're selling all kinds of uh, paraphernalia from Rick and Morty, everything. So drugs? Yes, possibly. A lot of it. Cool. Um, like uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole Waifu Pillow I keep talking about. Um, you need to just t-shirts. Buy yeah. yeah, the t-shirt for the actual don't trip road trip will be there as well, which I absolutely need. Yeah. Um, how hell yeah! Um, they had something for Phoenix person, I think. Little pop, like they have their own little vinyl things too at the at the thing. Cool. So, yeah. Is FX still doing their whole outdoor area? I think so. FX every year has something um, there. I did see. Um, Animal Kingdom had some kind of outside thing there. That's a show that Jen watches. Which um, one's Which one's Mr. Robot? Is that FX? No. No, Mr. Robot is, is the USA. Yeah, the only show that they have. I know they have a bar. Something you know they do stuff out like the Sci-Fi Lounge, everything. What is Animal Kingdom doing? I saw there was a giant like obstacle course or something for okay. it, possibly. Like a stunt course. I think so. Yeah. I'll show it to you after. Somebody cool. somebody I know was filming and I was like, what does that say? And it said animal. I was like, oh, it must be Animal Kingdom. So and there was like a giant crocodile or something. Great show, by the way. So there's a lot of stuff going on outside. So if you have never been, that is okay. Take the train. Go there. Um, if you live in LA, San Diego, anything like that, you do not need a ticket to no. enjoy San Diego Comic Con. The city is not prepared for you, but it will be accommodating. It will be crowded, but there's always awesome things to see. Yeah. Last year, Comic Con HQ had their whole panel thing outside in front of the Hilton. Um, that's also where the FX thing was, that's where the Adult Swim Carnival was. That is also across the street cartoon. Was it Cartoon Network? No, Fox. Right? FXX, I think. No, no, no. Across across the way, it was like... Oh, yeah. Maybe it was FXX. Yeah. Because they had... Um, no, I remember there being like a Ninja Turtle thing there. Nickelodeon? Was it? I don't think it was only Nickelodeon. Anyway, there was other stuff by Petco Park. There's everything to do down Market Street. The city... 
thrives on Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, the only reason why San Diego still exists is because of Comic-Con, because they don't, they don't have a football team, and the Padres aren't doing great. Go Dodgers. So, go. That's it. On Comic-Con. Yeah. 2017 until we get there, and then we'll tell you more about it. Um, but we have other, other things that happened this week. Like what? Really quick. Game of Thrones. Hmm. Hmm. What'd you think? You fell asleep, yeah? Mm, I don't know if I fell asleep. Mm. But Yeah, I definitely didn't fall asleep. I don't think I fell asleep. Yeah. Oh. But why, why did you say you need to rewatch it? To catch uh, all of the just little catch things. all the little nuanced things. Uh, yeah. Just the little things. That, that's what you said? Just to rewatch it. Just to rewatch it. To catch uh, you know, like little little Ed Sheeran's folk tale. Yeah. His little song. Ed Sheeran. Instead of being and, like shocked uh, at seeing Ed Sheeran. Even though I knew that he was going to be in this season because, like, he announced it last year. Oi, I'm going to be on the Game of Thrones. Oi. Is that I how he talks? I don't think that's even how he fucking closely talks. Sure. That's how he talks, yeah. I love the shape of you. Oi. Push and pull like a red Neptune. Oi, oi. Oi. Game of Thrones. Um, and just little things like, you know, the whole scene with the Brotherhood and the Hound, the whole scene... The cold open with Arya, the whole yes. little subtle sibling quarrel between John and Sansa. A lot Which of things. Which was great, by the way. Like Sansa is becoming one of my favorite characters. I was, I was torn. I was like, they both make a valid point. I know, and I think that's why why they're so good together. Because, like, not only do they both make valid points, but they're both in positions to listen to each other. Right. Like, they'll actually take advice from each other yeah. instead yeah. of thinking that their way is the only way. It's good politics. And it, yes. It's great politics. I think politics. they're going to be a great team. Because you have Jon Snow, who is ultra-conservative, essentially, who wants to keep the North together. He doesn't want to take, you know, old family names from their land and all this stuff. Well, Jon Snow is more... Definitely Caring? conservative. It's con- I think I was, he's conservative. He he's died once, and yeah, he and he also he has this this leadership mentality where it's like loyalty was given. I will regain loyalty. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Where sense is like and he's a little bit. He's a little bit of a bleeding heart. Yeah. A little bit. And Sansa has been you know brutally raped and beat by her uh, dead husband, and she's mm. seen. She's seen some real shit, and mm-hmm. she's over it. She's she's over the men's rule. Mm-hmm. In, in general, she's just done. Yeah. But yeah. she did have a very uh, she, progressive thought where it was like, no, give the land to those that are loyal to you now, that fought for you against the traitors to our namesake and all yeah. this other stuff. So, I mean, they, they're they both very valid points um, to the point where John was like, nope, I'm the king of the north. And I'm going to make these two kids kneel. Kids. Kids rule in the north right now. Yeah, but so. like that, that one girl. Marmot. Yes. Lydia. Lydia? You guys What's keep, her name? Keep talking. No, Liana. Liana Marmot. Yeah. Uh, she's freaking amazing. She is. Yeah. And she takes no shit from no. anybody. She's got the strongest men. She doesn't have a lot. I think what they say they have like forty men. I don't 
but they're the strongest men of the north. Yeah. So. And she's willing to fight alongside them. Absolutely. And I love that she was like, "Don't tell me how to, don't tell me how to fight." Exactly. Ah, uh, you're like ten. Right. And everything culminating to dragons. Oh, so. oh my god. Dragons. That whole that whole final sequence with um with Daenerys when they finally reached what dragon what what is it called? Stone. Like, dra- Dragonstone? Something like that? Dragon Mount. Dragonborn? Dragon something. Dovacan. Dragonborn. Um Dragatarian. And they dragon all Isle. they all kind of like let her Soak it in. Process mm-hmm. and let her go up and like see the throne mm-hmm. in it. And then that last line where she was like, Shall we begin? And like, goes black. That, dude, that happened. And I was like, This has not been an hour. Yeah. So good. So good. Is that the theme song? Yeah, that's yeah. it. It went to black and was like, It's 8 Oh, I like it. And hey, just for those of you that are listening, just as a quick heads up, we are going to be doing these on Mixer, so you can actually ask questions live. Live questions. So this is like right now that other rock is uh, asking yeah. squirt gun, smiley face, kissy face. That's a kissy, kissy face. face. He's a great guy here. Yeah. Um, he's so, he's my favorite person. We wanted to add some interactivity and really just Whoa. start getting things out there. So, anyways, um, any who, any shit. What else? Spider-Man. Homecoming. I want to talk about Homecoming. Did we not talk about that? No. And how great of a villain the Vulture was? Best I, I want to round Marvel it out. Yeah. villain. Dude, he scared the shit out of me. But he was so, like, like empathetic. Like You mean you, you, he was relatable? Yes. We could definitely relate with his struggle and why he became. Yeah. A oh villain. yeah. That that opening scene where they introduced him and then and then like damage control showed comes in. that that turn for him. I was like, I get it, Vulture. I get it. Apparently, the the whole thing for damage control, which I think really was the cleanup. You know what I'm saying? It's, what? I'm yeah, saying. We, yeah. It's already been done. Marvel, mm-hmm. just saying the cleanup. You need to ask us permission next time. And all that stuff. But I think it was a DC property before it was Marvel, which is funny. Yeah. And then they gave it, they gave it to Marvel because they weren't doing anything with it. And look what Marvel did with it. Yeah. They fucking were like, "This is awesome. We got a whole storyline for the Vulture." And literally, yeah, I, I even all the way through the entire movie, obviously spoilers at this point, you had time to go and watch it. Yeah. Even to the point where the vulture doesn't die and goes to prison, I'm I still feel bad for him. I didn't think he deserved it. No, I didn't either. But you can tell what I And loved. I hated Iron Man. Do what I what I loved about it though was Well, that, I mean, he's like working on leaving. Was yeah. that that like pri- the prison scene where he like the uh, I forget. Yeah, Scorpion tells uh-huh. him like, if you know who Spider-Man is, let me know. And he just like you could see him thinking about it. He's like, I don't know who he is. You think if he if I knew who he was, that he would yeah. still be alive. It was like that's that's why I just loved him as a villain because he still has like like redeeming quality. Yeah, yeah. he's well, still he, very he's still very much just like fuck. I was only doing this for my family. Yeah. Like, and then and then the guy that I wanted to kill like saved my life. Yeah, and everything yeah. he did was for his wife and his daughter. And like the best moment 
Like, I love that he was not a stupid villain. Not at and all. And it seems like, like, no matter how good a, a superhero film is, the villains are always making, like, really dumb decisions and, like, just not seeing things. And the best scene in this entire movie was, like, when they were sitting in the back of the car. Oh, right before the homecoming dance. Right before homecoming dance. Woo! And it was like, he just knew. He got him. He got him yeah. on his voice. Yeah. On his voice alone. He was like, this is that little shit. Yeah. He didn't, it wasn't even like oblivious to it. So like, let's do a quick rundown. Yeah. Marvel villain time, right? Let's go back. Iron Man, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Iron Maiden. What was his purpose? Nothing. No. He hated Tony's father. Uh-huh. Yeah. He wanted to be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then boom. Next. Ka- Incredible Hulk. Okay, time out. Incredible Hulk, I really do like Abomination. Like, just as a, as a Marvel villain. From which one? From We're talking about the Ed Norton one. Yeah, Ed Norton. Also, Ed Norton was a fucking great, great Hulk. Great Hulk. Yeah. But Abomination, let's be fair, Abomination is, is supposed to be an idiot, but he could fight. Yeah, but Abomination... But what was his, his purpose? His whole, his whole thing was that he wanted to be the fastest, he wanted to be the best, the strongest... And he was just power hungry. So that's totally, totally dumb. That that yeah. that has no substance. All right, uh, Thor, Loki. Okay, Loki's great. Loki's, Loki's great, great, obviously, because he's the key to but Loki, everything. But Loki's that's also not really a, a villain. He's he goes back and forth, yeah. and Loki is very like narrow sided. Like I would he, say, he's very focused more so than narrow. Yeah, it's he but it's sees. Like, he's already seen. Every the single end. every single time he's he's playing the villain, mm-hmm. it's for the same reason. Yeah, it's, it's because he wants to rule over Asgard. Right, but he's been promised that rule from Thanos, and he yeah. it hasn't it hasn't it hasn't gotten there. Loki's arc started and it still hasn't finished because we still have Ragnarok, which he's going to play a part in yeah. villainously, it's just, and then Infinity War. It's just getting happen. a little tiresome. It is. The back Loki. and forth, and he doesn't have anything new to offer. No, just feathery, awesome hair. Yeah, I, uh, I love him. Sim, uh, Captain America, First Avenger, yeah. Red Skull. Nothing. Just, Flat. Just like the angry Orange. Nazi. Flat. Yeah. He's just mad guy. Yeah, just angry Winter Nazi Soldier. guy. Don't wait, the Avengers, Loki again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then it was, Iron, no, Iron, we missed Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. Whiplash? Give me a yeah. fucking break. Yeah. That was a Pepsi oh. commercial. Give me yeah. a fucking break. All right. Uh, and then Iron Man 3. Iron Man what, 3. Was it Iron Man 3 was The like, Mandarin? The Mandarin? No, it was the Mandarin. The Killed Mandarin it. wasn't like the main villain. But they it both was, were the Mandarin. Yeah. They were both the Mandarin. Yeah. It, it was, was awful. It was uh, Memento. Yeah. Oh my God. It was yeah, the awful. Yeah, the guy played Memento. Yeah. It, that so movie, that, you know that was, what? That movie would have been better if it were in reverse as well. Yeah. Yeah, that it just didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> and that and that again is Merry just Christmas. the same. It's like the same uh, motivation. It's it's the like you wronged me when we were twenty years old, and I want to get you back. I wanted like, to work with you, and I had this awesome thing that made people powerful. Now it makes them blow up. Cool, yeah. that was horrible. Winter Soldier. I love that movie. I do. Espionage film though. So but, great no, it was great. I mean, in the villain in that one, you're kind of like, I, I can get it. Yeah. I can yeah. get behind it. But who's the true villain? Was it really the Winter Soldier? It wasn't. 
It, so, it was Hydra. Yeah, so Hydra, <laughs> that's too ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, Thor, Thor again. This one, the first one was the, the Loki and the... Oh, this one. Destroyer. The second one was the Frost. The Frost Giant. No, no, no. It was the Dark Elves. Oh, yeah. Okay, the first um, one was Frost Giant. Yeah, the first one was a Frost. He then, had purpose, but it was it, he was po- a pointless still, villain. Still dumb. Pointless yeah. villain. He he didn't need anybody. Could have had the fucking ether, the reality stone, and did that. Yeah. yeah. He just had. Oh, I want to do it for this. Okay, well, whatever. Get out of here. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Awesome. Awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Villain. Mm. I don't think it's they all, did him right. And it's all they, like world like, domination shit. All of these villains want world domination. But then again, he was a lackey of Thanos. We're all leading up to the big bad yeah. villain. Like, he and was what, another one like, oh, good And Thanos thing. wants universal domination. Right. So everybody so that had to work for Thanos so far, weak, weak, weak in the greater scheme. But I mean, it makes it, it'll make Thanos stronger. Uh, I just feel like Vulture is the first one that is... I know, there's like, still so many movies. I was yeah. like, never mind, let's skip. Yeah. Obviously, you get the point. Vulture is the first one that is... His own villain, for yeah. one. Like, he's doing it. Not for anyone else. Not for anyone else. Yep. But, and it's... And it's not even for, like, even big for, power. No, and it's not even for him. It's... It's because <laughs> they took away his family's exactly. livelihood. Exactly. He was just a regular guy who was finding the foreman of a job. Yep. And then they took away his family's livelihood. And they didn't do anything to help him. That was his whole point. Yeah. Yep. yep. There you go. Vulture. 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 It's good. And thank God. I will tell you, the one thing I loved the most about it was how they addressed uh, the, like, um, the beginning of Spider-Man. He's like, yeah, man, I got bit by a spider. I killed her. I don't know. It's not around anymore. And yeah. Like, and then yeah. you're like, next scene. Yeah. I, yeah. Just like, I mean, that's exactly how a kid would probably put it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it would be. It'd be like, oh. Like it's not a it's not a big deal. I have these powers now. Yeah, we don't need the origin story. Did it for already? The fucking sixth time. The Here's fuck, two seconds of it. Boom, yeah. Done. I fucking loved his uh, guy in the chair. Oh, yeah. it was great. <laughs> but the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. The point is, I hear I get mixed. People like the movie, but I get mixed things on Tom Holland, and I think he did perfect. I because, liked him a lot. Right, because they were like. Why is Spider-Man so weak? Why can't he do this? Why can't he do that? He's just fucking learning how to do it. And I love it because they took this direction where it's not like, cool, I'm I'm Steve Rogers. I have the heart of a man that likes to fight. All of a sudden, I get a superhero. Boom, I can beat up everybody. Nah, dude. Really? Same thing. Tony Stark, Iron Man. I get a suit. All of a sudden, I'm super powerful. Mm -hmm. You go through every single Marvel superhero that they've done so far. As soon as they get their power, they're the fucking man. They know everything. They know everything about it. They 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 got they got it right. They know exactly what to do, and they make the right decision at the end. Thor and Loki, because they were just born gods. Well, they're born gods. They were trained their entire life. Yeah, they were just born gods. But they they even took it away from Thor. Yo, I know, but I'm saying like it, it was more believable than like I'm Tony Stark. I've never really fought before. I made like weapons, yeah. and then now I'm in this like rad sudden, suit, like, and I have all these suits randomly, and now I'm like the world's like biggest. Which brings up this whole thing of like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, Quicksilver, because they were actually raised into it. Like mm-hmm. they were like trained from a very young age to like use their powers and then fucking Quicksilver dies within 
you know. Yeah. Like he can't fucking dodge bullets. Yeah. You're fucking Quicksilver. (laughs) Do you see the quick? Do you see Quicksilver on X Men? That motherfucker in the blink of an eye (laughs) saved the entire. Xavier Institute, the entire, everybody, every fucking body, literally in the amount of time that you can think of an explosion going off, everybody was outside and safe. Bang. And then, and then some, some ploy for a city in like, like a country that has, it's like a tiny city in a tiny country on the other side of the world and Quicksilver can't get out of it. No. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? They did him dirty. Did him so dirty. That's because yeah. he he married that old lady. Ugh, yeah. Point is, that. when it came when it came to what Tom Holland and how they wrote this Peter Parker Spider Man, he is a kid. He never fought before. He's been bullied his entire life. Mm-hmm. He has no idea how to fight. He's He's growing up in th- he's a nerd. He's growing up in this new technological age where he's not the old school snap snap Peter Parker. He's the snap chats Peter Parker, mm-hmm. which is great. I like that change too. And yeah, he fucks up. He's scared of heights, right? Which the Spider-Man you've always known is like, I'm gonna jump off the fucking World Trade Center. Like, wee! Like yeah. no, this dude was on the top of the Lincoln Monument, which is not taller than most skyscrapers in New York. And he was scared. He doesn't, he's unsure. He wasn't sure of himself. He wasn't as strong as he's going to be. And, and he's, he's still like, learning the suit. He's still learning the suit. And he's yeah, super hyped. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just hyped on being a kid that has powers that happens to know Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I, I think it's like perfect for him. Yeah, drop a building on him. Have him have some fucking like thought like, I can do this. I can pick it up. Like, yeah, you can. You're Spider Man. But, yeah, he should have been as weak as he was. He can't come in amazing because that would have overshadowed what uh, what the Vulture was doing, too, which was even better. But yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was a great fucking movie. Man. I think that's good for our first live, our first live podcast. Yeah, I think so, too. Hey, thanks to uh, that other rock for participating in the live yeah. chat. Hey, man, we thank, love you. Thank you, PCR TV, for sending a cool response. Yeah. I think Bye. that's I think that's really nice We're of good. you. We're good, yeah. Um, Comic-Con. We'll be there. We'll be in you tomorrow. Did you say we'll be in you? I did. I'm Chuck Rockmore, that other rock. Shut up, boys. Piss off, gamers! Still not know. Don't grow finger guns. You can see them now. You can go buy Splatoon two. <laughs> Splat, Splatty tune two on the Nintendo Swatch. Switch, and that's pretty much the only important thing in gaming this week. So go yeah. do that. So there you go. Bring your switches to Comic Con. Peace out. <laughs>